one thing I did want to touch on, if if you if you just just uh, casually just look through the news tonight, you see plenty of stories about uh, nuclear submarines being purchased for our ongoing defence at ongoing cost of something like two hundred billion dollars to stretch over many, many years. You find stories about uh, lawyers arguing over a couple of words in the voice referendum question. You find people getting agitated over the uh, over Hugh Grant, the actor, uh, being rude in, a, in an interview he did on the red carpet at the Academy Awards. Just, just all that gunk and all of those words just floating around. And meanwhile, you've got millions of people who are trying to work out how to make ends meet, how to put food on the table. Uh, stories and amidst all of that, and these stories are generally you've got to go, go read through all the other stuff to get to these stories of parents who are working out how they can feed their kids in very difficult circumstances as the cost of living goes up, and then the many, many people who have what we all take for granted well, I say we all, uh, most of us, take for granted a roof over our head, somewhere warm to go at night place to put your head. Now, I say this in the context, and I'll do a bit more on this later in the show, that on Friday night, I took part in a friend of mine, Chris Vag, who runs a program for homeless people, providing clothes for them in Sydney. But I did his homeless immersion program, where you basically do the street things, sleeping rough at night. And I did most of it, and we'll report on it later. But it's very eye-opening and it's very, very difficult and it is very confronting, but it also makes you wonder uh, how many people are in this situation and how much is being done to deal with this situation in the context of a New South Wales election right now, where a lot of promises are, are being thrown around and some of the amounts of money attached to these promises are huge and the government's going into debt. But where are we with homelessness? I've got to go back. Uh, what uh, it, It's now something like more than 15 years. Uh, when Kevin Rudd was campaigning to become Prime Minister, he did some visits to homeless shelters and talked about this being one of the objectives of his Prime Ministership. And yet here we are in 2023, talking about large numbers of people who are sleeping rough, caravan parks throughout the country that are getting, I note today, as you can find stories, caravan parks getting 10, 12 calls a day from people desperate for accommodation. And we know what the uh, what the the waiting list is for social housing. And someone told me today that uh, in the refuges and Sydney, and I'm, this would be like very similar in in cities right around the country. Each night, refuges. There's twice as many people who who need some help. Who this is a refuge. Think of the word. Who are fleeing violence. There's twice as many looking for a bed than there are beds to be provided. And so. When you ride a train at night, which is one of the few places that people can find some shelter and some security, as we did through Friday into Saturday morning, you look around and you see quite a few women who've got large suitcases with them. They're not going to the airport. This is the only place they could find uh, because they can't find a bed. They can't find a place to go. So it's it's all encompassing. There's so many aspects of all of this. Well, I thought I'd have a quick chat about it. Kate Colvin is the CEO of Homelessness Australia, which is an umbrella group uh, which campaigns on these issues. Kate, good evening to you. Oh, good evening. Yeah, I mean, and being homeless isn't the stereotype many people think it is. Uh, there's so many different aspects of it, are there not? Oh, look, absolutely. And as you were just um, talking about women and children on the train, I mean, it in terms of people who come to homeless services, it is very much 
about um, women and children. That's the biggest group, and you know it's it's really tough. I mean, rents keep going up, and people's incomes aren't keeping up. And and then, as you say, when people turn to the homelessness service system to find a refuge or find some help with emergency accommodation, um, that there's just um, services are so stretched that often. Um, there's there's not a worker there to help someone and or there's not the accommodation there to provide for them. Yeah, I've just got the uh, promise. And look, it's not picking on any government, but some, we've just pulled this out. Uh, from uh, 2008, there was a promise, uh, the newly elected Rudd government, uh, to halve the number of homeless in Australia and accommodate all those sleeping rough by 2020. That was the promise. It was a white paper called The Road Home. It was launched in December of 2008, uh, how close have we got to that? Look, that's, I mean, it's great that you sort of look back to that um, uh, strategy because that was a high point. And in actual fact, the investments at that time, because we had the road home strategy and there was a set of investments that were part of that, but then we also had the um, social housing initiative, which was part of the, you know, remember we had the global financial yep, of crisis course. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. We, all of that. Um, investment that followed that and because there was a lot of investment in social housing at that time it did actually um, reduce homelessness like you know the numbers of people rough sleeping but the numbers of people just in in not just because rough sleeping is just one part of homelessness like in other types of homelessness you know they did go down and so it showed that when we make the right investments but it went down and now it's gone back up again has it it has because the thing is, is that the the global that social housing initiative was just a one-off um, set of social housing that was provided, and of course, you know the the total um, homes in our whole community keep growing, and all of the pressures that push people into homelessness keep occurring, and so a one-off set of social housing. Um, isn't enough. It needs to be a flow of social housing to keep up with that um, with those pressures and with as population grows. And so since that time, we haven't had another federal, significant federal government investment. In fact, the Abbott government um, cut a lot of social housing, affordable housing investment, which is just hitting us now. And the New South Wales government has been a real laggard in this respect and haven't um, kept up with, you know, haven't made significant social housing investments, though, Neighbours to the north in um, Queensland have made more investments and to the south also. So um, New South Wales is, um, as I said, a laggard in that respect. Okay, so, I mean, because the frustrating thing for me is when you go out and there's so many different aspects, we we were meeting not not just people who are sleeping rough, but some of the people who are part of that community who found somewhere to go, who still go there because they're this is their sense of community. They found a they found a home and they found a roof over their head. But then they what do I do now? Which I guess is the next step for them. Uh, and you feel like you're almost dipping into it and dipping out. So, uh, what is needed? What do we need to do? Yeah. So look, you're picking up on another um, aspect of it there. So the the, the biggest group. Um, who experience homelessness? Really, it's just about they can't can't incomes are not keeping up with the rent, and so um, it's just about uh, poverty. And if there's affordable housing, that would fix all of the, most of that kind of homelessness. But there's also um, another group who who's perhaps had you know a number of really difficult things happen in their life, and often it's um, childhood abuse or 
Um, you know, often there's there's veterans on the street, you know, people who've had trauma from all sorts of circumstances yep. and actually need support as well as housing. So, you know, if you think about it, if you've had a really traumatic set of experiences in your life and then you just get into a home and it's quiet. Of course. You're just left with your own thoughts. That's right. That can be really right. um, difficult and it's not, it's only really the wealthy among us that can, you know, go and, you know, Yep. invest in seeing a psychiatrist every week or if you need to yeah, you know of course, of course other people just don't have that support yep. and so um having you know uh having that sense of community on the street can be important to people but i think what's really important for that more vulnerable group is having not just housing but also support and that means support with you know different health issues but also yeah. support in terms of a place to go that's community positive things to do in your life yep. i mean we all search for um having yep. some positive way to contribute and people who have had a really tough time are no different in that yeah well that's what we've learned here with our conversations particularly with chris bag the fellow i went out with and i'll talk with him a little bit later on some of the people that that's exactly what they need and that's what he's trying to do and i one thing that did strike me i have to say is that uh the number of services that are being provided by people like Youth Off the Streets, a number of different church groups, uh, different organisations that are turning up with food vans and the like, and they're all manned by volunteers or person by volunteers, whatever you want to put it these days. Mm-hmm. And I thought, <laughs> they're all volunteers. They, they, could all, they could all say tomorrow, listen, we can't do this anymore. And the uh, place would collapse. How, how much, all these people on a Friday night that are out there helping, it's, it's, quite, it's quite, well, it's encouraging really. I think it's really encouraging that people, uh, you know, it's people pull together at a, at a time of crisis. And I guess the thing is, is that often those services, that support is available while people are on the street, but it doesn't translate to a pathway off the yep. street. And so the types of support that people need to kind of escape that situation are sometimes more than that kind of volunteer solidarity that people offer it, it is sometimes yeah. more of a sort of professional um that, that case assistance. management and yeah. you know perhaps mental health services right. sometimes and those services are very so stretched and yeah. there's new people coming through the door every day and they need to spend a lot of time with people to really help them um sure. have that pathway out of homelessness and so that's where you know, we look to governments to provide that investment yep. in, in yep. those kind of support services. And um, unfortunately, uh, the New South Wales government hasn't um, been providing that level of support as much as they need to. Right. What we'll do, Kate, I might, I might talk to you off air because... Uh my friend Chris Vag's got he's everything you've just talked about is what he's trying to do with his new uh, academy that he's got an idea for. So it might be something we can talk about off air. He's a very passionate man, and uh, I think I think there is a way that this can be at least at least mitigated. But I appreciate your time tonight, and we'll keep in touch. Thank you so much. No worries. Thank you, Kate Colvin. There, she's look homelessness Australia. That umbrella group. Chris's idea is pretty simple. You set up an academy, you set it up in a building. He's got people ready to, to, uh, to work in there. You give people 10 weeks accommodation, give them some skills. Uh, you then shepherd them into, into employment.
and uh, he he I met a few people and I agree with him they're the sort of people who you could you could do this with I met them the other night so uh, I wanted to do that tonight it's a really important issue and it's not on the front page of all the news sites not making all the news but there are people tonight who are you know starts to rain where, where am I going to go now and uh, they don't really have anywhere to go so we just need to keep them in mind if anything it makes us realize we're a lot we are a, we, <laughs> makes us not take for granted what we do have